With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our reading continues today from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 14 to 18. Again, from the inclusive Bible version. And the word became flesh and stayed for a while among us. We saw the word's glory favor and position a parent gives an only child, filled with grace, filled with truth. John testified by proclaiming, this is the one I was talking about when I said, the one who comes after me ranks ahead of me, for this one existed before I did. Of this one's fullness, we've all had a share, gift on top of gift. For while the law was given through Moses, the gift and the truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is the only begotten ever at God's side who has revealed God to us. Thus ends the reading. Unlike the Gospel of Luke, John's Gospel, chapter 1, is less report than it is poetry. Beginning with a whispering about the word, the logos. In the beginning was the word. Logos, the idea divinity uttered and created all that exists. Then the writer points to the light, not just any light, but the light. It's all very mysterious, but not very Christmassy. Well, it is still Christmas tide, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. What if we had a Christmas pageant, though, based on John's gospel? The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Well, it would be pretty good for COVID-19 precautions, social distancing, no need for costumes or robes or Crowns, no manger made out of two-by-fours stuffed with straw, and no foil-covered maybe shoeboxes that we use. I'm not sure. You, you experts on our Christmas pageant would have to tell me how we present the gold and frankincense and myrrh, but they're all part of the richness of that story. But we wouldn't need them. We wouldn't even need actors, really, risking closeness. All you would need is a single candle. You'd come in to the sanctuary, and the sanctuary would be bare and dark, stripped of all the furniture and decorations that we associate with Christmas, and the only one thing we would need is a small table right in the center. And on that humble table, just a plain, single, unlit candle. And we as worshipers could usher in, find a seat, and sit for a very long time in the shadows, 
silent as the Quaker meetings that Deborah and I used to go to when we lived in Pennsylvania. We'd sit in the darkness long enough to start feeling a bit uneasy, maybe awkward in the silence, and maybe even a little bit scared of the dark, the, you know, those childhood fears kind of percolating up from distant memories. But at long last, in this John's Christmas pageant, a child would quietly march down the aisle and without a single word would light that one candle in our midst. And then the night is pierced, shoved back by the one thing that has the power ultimately to push all shadows back, the light. And that would be that, end of Christmas pageant. Of course, it's way more fun to have shepherds and angels and magi and sheep and chickens and doves and donkeys and alpacas. Wait, alpacas? <laughs> I love it when we go to, over to, to Powers Farm Market every year and celebrate that nativity, the live nativity. And it was great when we could do that with live people. And we will do that again someday. I still haven't figured out the alpaca, but maybe it's a mini camel. That's it. A candle in the dark is just not as much fun. But in this ever-changing pandemic that we've all been experiencing for these last two years now, and with the climate change disasters that we see rushing across our TV screens, and with the news we get of geopolitical messes, deep, murky shadows still abound. There's night everywhere we look, and it all cries out for a light. Now, late in the first century when John's Gospel was written, things were pretty dismal then, too. Into those deep shadows of Roman brutality, legendary, of wars, of slavery, of disease, John boldly declares the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. And more than 20 centuries later, John invites us to look to the light, a light that was beamed through that unique life of Jesus. This divine light that seeks to be reflected in all of us by our kindness, by our faith, our hope, and seeing each person as a child of God, looking on each creature as a creator's gift, John's idea on the light, it has never been so needed. Light finds a new voice, if only we let it. I think it found a new voice in some now familiar words from the United States Poet Laureate Amanda Gorman, and I want us to hear just a few of those for a moment. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. 
if only we were brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Yes, we, we seek to follow the light of lights. We are called to be the light. The way the moon reflects the sun, the way the lens refracts a flame. The light seeks to dispel the murky shadows of our human brokenness and to illuminate the joy of human giftedness. Instead of jumping straight from Christmas to New Year's and done, we can choose to create a better New Year if we take time each day to ponder the one present, the divine presence that we can always open. Imagine if we spent the rest of our 12 days of Christmas from now to Epiphany, January 6th, working at being open to the light of lights and reflecting the compassion of Christ on a hurting world. The light still shines in the night, seeking to shine in you and in me. Be the light. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.